Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I am uh, Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Pastor, how you been? I'm good, Mike. Looking forward to being able to be part of this interview today. Yeah, this uh, this one's going to be fun. You know, uh, I'm all about the soccer world. You know, you know, I worked in the soccer game yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah, in fact, I just met someone the other day who told me you did. Oh, boy. I worked uh, as director of sales marketing for the indoor soccer team here in Milwaukee for a long time. Was the uh, general manager for an indoor soccer team in Chicago. Ran that thing right into the ground, by the way. <laughs> Maybe the worst general manager in the history of sports. And then uh, director of sales and marketing for the outdoor team. They're in the A-League, uh, the Milwaukee Rampage. A couple of years, we, we, we won a national championship, in fact, with that team under Coach Bob Gansler. Coach Gansler, um, who was coaching the Rampage at the time, was a World Cup coach here for the United States. And uh, I, my office was was one floor above his at at uh, Eline Soccer Park. And uh, he noticed that first year when I was there that I would always leave at halftime. And he said, hey, what are you doing? I said, it's like watching paint dry for me, outdoor <laughs> soccer. I can't, I, I don't like it at all. He said, you know what, I'm going to teach you the game. I said, yeah, good luck with that. He said, you're a, you're a basketball coach. I said, I am. He goes, come down. When I'm breaking down film, if I call your desk, come down and, and sit with me for a little while. I said, okay. So in the offseason, he would call me, Coach Gansler, World Cup coach, would call me and sit with me and say, look, here's the reason that we're doing this. And here's the reason, here's the reason I'm coaching it this way. And I'm telling you, I absolutely fell in love with the game. I'll mm-hmm. I'll drive through a park. There's a high school game going on. I'll watch it. I think when the game is played correctly, and it's one of the most beautiful games in, in, in of, of all sports. And my friends look at me and they roll roll their eyes at me, going, "Come on!" I'm like, "I'm telling you, try learn the game, and then watch the game. If you're just watching the game and you don't know anything about it, I understand. I do. It's one nothing. It's two one one nil." you know, you're not going to enjoy that kind of game because we're so used to wanting a lot of points, especially all my friends coaching basketball. You know, you first to 100 wins in some of this stuff. So, <laughs> hey, our our special guest today, Division One soccer player from Akron, University of Akron. And here in the Milwaukee area, you might not think much about University of Akron, but in the soccer world, yeah, that's it's a big deal. That's yeah. a really good soccer program. And Sky Harder is our uh, special guest for today. Sky, how you doing? Good. How are you? 
Good. Hey, don't bring that uh, that weak Akron stuff up to Wisconsin. Just so you know, you know, I yeah, okay. I'll get you on the pitch. I'll nutmeg you. Don't be flopping. <laughs> if if I elbow he you, even don't, got don't, he even don't, got nutmeg. Don't be flopping on me like you soccer boys like to do, Mister hey, Harder. I'm gonna play Wisconsin. We beat them. I'm not all I'm saying. Well, you know what? You, I mean, they're you played their JV squad, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, no. hey Sky, I want you to know, and I, I told Mike this. Uh, I was watching that Michigan State semifinal game, and because uh, uh, you know my son Keith, he he connects with you there on the campus, and he had said, "Hey, Dad, you gotta watch, you gotta watch, you gotta watch my boys." And I want you to know, Sky, it's hard to get me off the couch. But I'm telling you, that direct kick you had outside of the box, what what was that, 30, 35 yards? Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that shot around the wall, bending into the upper right corner. Well, I mean, the only one that's gotten me off the couch was Lionel Messi. <laughs> so you're in Lionel Messi's world as oh, far man. as getting me off the couch on a phenomenal Yikes. shot. That was beautiful, man. Thank you, sir. Hey, you, and, sir. and to do that against Michigan State, so in the world of, of college soccer, um, Sky, let's talk about the programs that, that are the elite programs in the country. Um, certainly Akron, when, when you're here in Wisconsin and you're thinking about football, basketball, baseball, Akron does not jump off your tongue. But when it comes to soccer, doing some research, this program has been right up there with some of the best in the country, at least in that conversation, for a number of years, correct? Yeah. Yes, that, that is correct. And and you chose to go to Akron. Let's, let's talk about your background. Where did you grow up? I grew up just outside of Akron um, in Copley. So I was like right in the picture, right in the scene when Akron kind of like blew up on the stage and like became one of the best programs in the country and got to watch that kind of happen. When, when, when you were in high school playing, and even maybe before that, did you know that, that Akron, if they, if they came calling and had some interest in you, that that would be a perfect fit for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I knew that, like, the way they played is it's a beautiful game. It's the way it should be played. And uh, they're, in my opinion, the best program in the country. So that, that was always going to be you know a, a dream for me or something that was really hard for me to turn down. So. Hey, hey, Sky. Did 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 you did you get a scholarship right away, or did you walk on? What what did you do? So I had an interesting interesting situation. Uh, I kind of got looked at Akron very very late in my senior year, and at that point, I was looking at going to five or six other different schools that had offered me a lot of money. But when it was like when I went on my official visit, I watched practice, and I was like, I want to play pro. I want to like pursue this as a dream. I had to. Uh, it was a no-brainer to choose Akron, but I did sacrifice uh, scholarship. I, I walked on my freshman year. Hey, can I ask what other um, what other opportunities did you have? Who who else came calling? Um, at the end, I, I was pretty in between uh, University of Massachusetts, uh, Lipscomb, sure. and Nashville. Um, I was talking to, to Columbia and New York for a while. Some, some smaller Division One schools. I, I had talked to Xavier previously. Um, 
and, and a few other like bigger schools, but kind of the same situation as Akron. It wasn't going to be a lot of scholarship money. Hey, did did uh, look? I'm a big basketball guy, so this NIT that just got finished up, um, I became a big Lipscomb fan. Believe it or not, uh, yeah. had you, did you visit that campus? I did. It's beautiful. It was that was that was my number my number two school. Yeah, I I really. I fell in love with that basketball team, Sky. They they uh they play. You want to talk about when you when you talk about Akron playing soccer the way it should be played, Lipscomb in basketball played played the way that uh, that basketball should be played. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Hey, Sky. Yeah. Hey, Sky. Let me let me ask you a question. What are some of the major powerhouses in D one soccer? Uh, you know, I think of UCLA, Indiana, uh, obviously Maryland, since they. You know, I did watch that game too. Yeah. They that that defender they had back there just shut you guys down. Yeah, we don't want to talk about Maryland right now. Sky's yeah. not over that game. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, obviously Michigan State had a great year. Are, are there any other? Uh, powerhouses. I think Stanford, right? Yeah, Stanford. What? What yeah, about Stanford? Stanford's kind of someone I've seen last year. Louisville, UNC. What about Oklahoma? Top, top, top four, top five. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody talks Oklahoma when it comes to soccer. Man, good try though. Good try, Pastor. I, was... I'm from Oklahoma, but I, I'm up here in Wisconsin right now, so I'm I'm a, a Marquette Badger. Bucks Brewers hey, yeah. fan. Hey Scott, when we have somebody on the show from Oklahoma, and they have that Oklahoma accent, I can't even understand Pastor <laughs> Ken by the end of the interview because he goes right back to that whole "Hey y'all, how's your mama doing?" That kind of Oklahoma kind of draw, and I have no idea what he's talking about, Scott. Yeah, I, I I do remember. You'll have to go back and listen to the Bobby Bowden interview, Sky, to to really catch the full effect oh. of that. <laughs> Yeah, it was me and these two guys from the South that I didn't know. So, hey, Sky, how did um, – yeah, I know that uh, Keith Keltner, who is a young man that I'm very familiar with, Pastor's son, he uh, he's the third Keltner boy that I had a chance to coach in basketball, and he's the guy that, that really kind of hooked this interview up, and I appreciate that from Keith. How did you guys meet? Uh, how did you and Keith Keltner meet? Yeah, so he's uh... – He's a college um, pastor at, at Grace Church in, in Bath, Ohio, just outside of Akron. And that's kind of the church I've been going to for the last decade or so, ever since I was um, 10 or 11. And he, he came in like the last five, six years as intern. And I, I met him when he was like doing work with high school and college. And then just kind of formed a relationship with him. And as he like transitioned into like a, the full-time pastoring position, I you know, stayed pretty close with him. Yeah, I, I love what he's doing there. He, in fact, he had the whole football team come when Terry Bowden was there, come over for breakfast one yeah. Sunday morning and all. You know, he, he was not a bad soccer player himself. He had an incredible head. But uh, I think his brothers, when he, because he was about, you know, he was tall and skinny even back then. I don't know if he's as skinny now anymore, but he, uh, I think they called him the gazelle when they would see him running on, <laughs> running on the, on the yeah. pitch. I didn't even know he played soccer. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, he played with I, your son. He only played soccer to get ready for basketball. <laughs> That's the reason he yeah, played. He is good, but does he talk about his high school days and how much he loved his high school basketball coach, Scott? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess not. <laughs> yeah, Mike coached all four of the boys, and uh, Keith was uh, 
Keith was one of those. It was a piece of work for him. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Keith. Would, I'll tell you this, man. This young man, my son Matthew and Keith played together, and uh, they were a very good combination. We won uh, three straight, I think, Christian State tournaments, uh, state championships oh, wow. with these two guys. And Matthew played point guard. And trust me, my young man, he, he, Matthew was smart enough to know where what side of the bread his butter, his, the butter was on because he went to Keith a lot. <laughs> and, and once they got yeah. up by 15, he'd go the other way. If the team got to 10, then he went to Keith's side. So, hey, guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to uh, talk to Sky Harder. He's a Division One soccer player from University of Akron about his testimony and talk to him about his faith and how it's affected his life professionally and personally. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host. He is Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. And our special guest, he's fun, he's Sky Harder, Division I soccer player from the University of Akron, the Zips, the mighty (laughs) Zips. And during the break, we're trying to figure out what a Zip was, and Sky was kind enough to explain it, but they have a kangaroo as their mascot. I I don't get... But by, nobody, the name, by the name of Zipper. Zipper. Zipper the kangaroo. Hey, you can, <laughs> we can giggle all we want. I don't want to get on the f- pitch with these guys. I don't want to get on the field with them. <laughs> no, they, they got the, a great the, team. Yeah, you bet. Uh, well, you know, Troy Aikman went to a high school in Oklahoma called Henrietta, and their mascot was the Hens. Henrietta Hens. So, uh, <laughs> okay. uh, Zip's strike, not that bad, Strike bro. fear in you. The mighty Hens <laughs> and strike fear in, in me as, as always. Past you know, second segment is, yeah. is our favorite segment of this yeah. show. Sky, we love talking to people. Faith in the Zone is all about your faith and how your journey uh, of faith began with Christ. And we love it because everybody has a story. So uh, why don't you share with us your story, how that became uh, a reality in your life uh, as with Christ as your Savior? Yeah. Um, I was I was growing uh, – I grew up in a uh, home that where my mom and dad both did a good job showing me an example of – a Christ follower mm-hmm. as a, as like a couple and as individual and, and chasing like a relationship with God and chasing his heart and his character. Um, so I like at the age of five, I accepted like Christ as my savior, like the prayer, but I didn't understand. I understood that I was saved and that I wasn't going to hell, but I didn't understand what the relationship meant, what it meant to follow God. I kind of just in my, you know, young immaturity thought it was kind of like a legal, more legalistic ideology where like if I didn't if I didn't do bad things and I did what was right like I wouldn't make God mad like you know don't sin try try best not to but he'll forgive you and then when I was in middle school I started to like grasp the concept that he didn't just want to save me he wanted to have a relationship with me mm-hmm. and that's something I started to, to think about more and, and try and understand and definitely in high school, I, I thought I made the decision where I was like, okay, this is what I want. I want to follow him. But looking back, I don't think I had as good of understanding as I as I did in college. Mm-hmm. So I think in, in high school, I, I would say is when I started to try to follow 
God, I would definitely say middle school. I, I thought I was, but in high school, I, I made like a decision. Like this is what I want, like just for me, not not like as a family thing. Mm-hmm. This isn't influenced by my my family, but this is my own relationship with God. And I tried to start figuring that out. Um, and that was interesting. I I, I learned a lot. I, I started to try and develop habits like reading my Bible and and praying. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got to my junior end of my junior year of high school, and I, I had this dream of playing playing soccer at a very high level with not a lot of interest from colleges. And I was a bit concerned, like maybe this isn't what God wants for me. Maybe this isn't his plan. Like trying to figure figure that out. Like, should I go a different direction? So I actually had like a plan to, to not go to college to play soccer. I was going to go to Grace College and, and study there and maybe play like NAI soccer. And then after that, like become a missionary or something like that. Cause I, I thought like, well, maybe that's what God wants for me because clearly soccer is not going to work out um and then like literally the week after i kind of like made up my mind i was like this is this is what god wants mm-hmm. i had like four or five calls from different colleges and akron was calling and things started to look really different i was like okay maybe he's not done with using soccer yet um so i, I came into my my first semester i'm, I'm jumping pretty fast straight to college no you're no, fine. that's all right uh, I got to my, my first semester of college, and I was thinking I was going to come in and do well and, you know, be, earn playing time, maybe fight for a, a starting spot. And I came in, and these players were really good, like really good, and the ball was just whizzing around me, and I literally was just spinning in circles. I was, like, scared to get the ball because I knew someone was going to tackle me as soon as I touched it and just really behind the curve, and that intimidated me a lot. But I'm... I'm a pretty determined person, just that's my personality, so I, I really started working hard and fighting. I was like, you know, like, God has me here. I know this is where he wants me to be. Like, this is an opportunity. I'm, I'm not going to waste it. So I, I started working. And then three three weeks in, I broke my collarbone on my back, and mm. I kind of felt like I, I lost everything. And I was, like, really back to square one. I was going to be out for six months and just not really knowing what was going to happen. And I felt like I'm already so behind, and now I'm, now I'm the last person on this team. And it turns out that's exactly what I needed. That's exactly what I needed. I, I was probably one of, like, the best player, if not, like, you know, like, top two, three players on every team I've ever been on. And I, I found that team where, like, it wasn't close. And I was the last person. I was useless. I was injured. And even if I was, wasn't injured, I was probably, like, in the bottom five of the team. And, and I, like, it was, I was facing some, a little bit of persecution. I wouldn't say hard persecution, but, like, you know, persecution of culture where I was, getting made fun of and bullied a lot for not swearing, not going out partying, not disrespecting women like a lot of my teammates, um, not taking what I wanted, um, not taking shortcuts and stuff like that. And I was, I was getting a lot of bullying from that. And this is the, the really a turning point in my life where I, I knew my faith was my own mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. like, God was with me. It's like when I felt so alone and by myself, I had no one to turn to except for God. And that's really when I, I dive deep into the Word, like, for the first time and, and really, truly chase God's heart because His peace that He could provide, His, his support, His love, um, His courage, His boldness was really the only thing that got me through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, looking back, and even, even in those times, like, I, I, it was tough. It was tough, but, like, I, I never felt so much joy. Um, and that's... <laughs> I needed that. Like, I think a lot of times we, we go through seasons where, where maybe it's, it's harder to, to find God's presence. 
Um, I certainly go through that a lot, uh, like some frustrating times where I, I feel like maybe I'm far from God because of my sin or because of my choices. But really, God God never leaves. He's, he's there to, to take you back. Um, just like Luke 15, the prophet, I'm like, yeah. he's there, and he's so excited to, to pick you up. And it wasn't a time where he, like, made kind of let, let me figure it out. And, like, I was kind of in my the depths of, like, you know, like, wow, I'm so small. Like, and I was felt so humbled. And he picked me up in, in that moment. So that's kind of where I would say my, my relationship with God really deepened. Mm-hmm. I think I, I had a relationship with God before that, but it wasn't wasn't a deep one. And then the choice to follow Him, I started to understand better, um, because because I, I I understood what a relationship could be, and I kind of saw the, you know, what it could mean for me in the future, and how much deeper it could be. I think I, I thought my relationship was something that was kind of surface level. I, I can't I can't see God. I understand what He's done for me. I understand that He's powerful but he seems a little bit distant and then like, no, he's personal. He's right there. Mm. And he, he, mm. he can help. Man, it's and awesome. he has a plan for me. And it's, and it's not, it's not mine. It's his, and it's for his good, not mine. And all that kind of was going on in my brain, my, my freshman year of college. Um, I ended up coming back the second semester in the spring and, and doing well and, and earning a spot and, and getting playing time. Um, but as, as, as time went on, like, I found more and more success in soccer as a blessing from God. But as times as times were got better, and sometimes in some ways it's much easier to give God praise. And that that was really cool. But at the same time when I when I felt like smaller setbacks, like getting a starting lineup or consistently playing, uh, I started I think to maybe take take a little bit for granted that the gifts God had given me and thinking that and putting my identity in being a soccer player. And that's something that, that really hurt me. And I didn't, I didn't, I haven't really seen the effects of that until probably the last, last two years. So my sophomore year, uh, just kind of quick little soccer synopsis. My sophomore year, I, I didn't, I didn't come in starting. I kind of came in and a lot of freshmen had come in and they, they were very excited about them. And they kind of said, yeah, Sky, like you might play in three games. Um, but I kind of overcame expectations, probably started six or seven, played in 16 or 17, um, which is really cool. Uh, but, you know, didn't really confirm a starting shot, but really showed like that I had, I had value to perform. My, my junior year, I came in and they're like, Scott, yeah, probably the same as last year. I don't think you're going to make a spot. Still not on any scholarship money. And then I ended up starting 17 games and being a key player that ran to the, the Final Four. And so I, I kind of got on scholarship money. And... Uh, had a little bit of, like, you know, not safety, but, like, presence in the starting lineup. And then I, I came into last year, I ended up getting the captaincy a few games in and started almost every game all the way to the national championship game. So God has really been faithful to me and really blessed me um, with opportunity and, and, and some recognition in some ways. Um, but what I've kind of come to realize is, like, none of that stuff really matters because none of it can give me any like fulfillment. It doesn't, it doesn't make me feel any better. And at the end of the day, the, the only thing that fills me up and gives me joy and peace and brings any meaning to my life is Jesus. 
and the gospel. Amen. We we are talking, I'm sorry, Sky, we're talking to Sky Harder, a Division I soccer player from the University of Akron. Wanted to reset this. His testimony has put tears in my eyes. This pastor and I say this on this show. I'm so envious of a kid like Sky. Not because he's a big time soccer player. Now, if you've seen his pictures, good looking kid plays for one of the best soccer programs in the country. I'm envious because he has figured this out at a much early age, earlier age than I did. Mm-hmm. And and the Lord has given him this this wonderful platform in which to use to to, to spread His word. And and I'm so proud of this young kid. I don't know him, but I'm really proud of what he's doing. Yeah, Skyler, I I tell you that uh, Keith told me because Dad Sky is really growing and and he is just really uh, his depth with the Lord is just uh, um, just increasing every day and. And you, you talked to several things there about what God, you know, through through the humility that you went through with getting hurt and not being able to, to be right there. And God, you know, the, the great promise in the Bible is God says, um, God, or uh, Paul said in, to, in the Corinthian, to the Corinthians, he said, God is faithful. One of the greatest affirmations in all scripture, God is faithful. And I am thankful that he never leaves us. And uh, I'm usually praying, Father, make me mindful of your presence with me today. But uh, great testimony that that you have uh, that joy and that peace, knowing that you have a relationship with Him because you trusted Christ to be your Savior, and now now you're kind of in what we refer to as that sanctification process. You're growing in your Christian life, and you do have a testimony, and you do, as Mike said, have a platform. And uh, we had Tony Dungy on. Uh, a while back, and he talked specifically about this platform he had with football. And he used... oh, oops. Hey, you know what? We lost Sky. So let's get to a break. Perfect okay. timing, by the way. All right. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll get Sky Harder back on. Division One soccer player from the University of Akron, a wonderful testimony. And we'll do that on the other side. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGarren alongside Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside Baptist Church. Kept talking at the end of that segment. We just had a little glitch. Yeah, we had. I mean, that's what pastors do. They just keep talking. Look how far we've come. I didn't start whistling. I didn't have to go find anybody. Just you, you, yeah, you, you you were great, Mike. I'm getting, all the way through. I should technical be, difficulties. I'm a sky. I'm a sales guy, by the way. This isn't what I do, but okay. we have some fun with this. Our special guest, he's uh, Sky Harder, Division One soccer player, one of the captains, I guess, from the Zips, University of Akron. Um, Pastor, to follow up on on this young man's testimony, and and look, I. You know where I was at one point in my life, and 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 when I get a chance to talk to a young guy like this, who has figured it out, and look, he doesn't have all the answers, and he's not going to walk, he's not going to be able to put the full body of armor on every single day and walk worthy every day. 
you know what there are times that we you know we struggle and we 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 drop we battle, and fall yeah. and we battle and and look yeah yep. you know what satan never wanted me more than after i left him I'll tell you that. You want to talk about temptations and all this stuff that was happening um, that didn't happen prior to me getting on my knees and saying, look, I need your help, Lord. I can't do this on my own anymore. And so you know this kind of stuff happens to a guy like Sky. But for him to figure it out as early as he has, first of all, your, your parents must be really proud of you, young man. I hope so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Trust oh, me. you got to believe. Trust me. I don't even know you, yeah, and I'm yeah. proud of you. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. Now, if you would stop flopping and start passing the ball a little bit on the soccer field, I'd even be more. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I watched okay. that shot that that pastor sent me. Man, that was. Look, I couldn't be on that field by myself and give me 15 shots. I couldn't put that ball where you put it. So, hey, getting back to this, the, to your testimony, Scott. One one question I like asking uh, athletes and and um, you know former athletes, if if it was easier for you to walk worthy inside the locker room as a Christian or outside the locker room, what would you say to that? I think there's, there's two sides to that that question. I think when when I'm in the locker room. Um, surrounded by a majority of non-believers, and definitely the vast, vast majority of them do not want a relationship or, or follow God. I think it's it's easy to see the differences and to to know like the differences. And in that sense, like I know that I, I want to live differently. And in that sense, it's really easy for me to to make the decision to say like I'm not going to choose into these things. Mm. I'm going to choose into Christ. And I'm going to choose into living this way. And so, in a sense, that's that's easy. But it's also very hard because God calls us in Matthew 28. Um, to to pre- to preach his gospel and to spread the good news, and that's 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 my that's my area. That's that's my these these are the people that that God has put my life to influence, and this is this is my platform and my immediate friends and teammates are the people that I want to do that, and, and that's something that's sometimes difficult, um, and and discouraging for me. And so I, I would say, in, in a sense, it's easy, but there's definitely some difficulties. And then when I would go outside of that. This is something I've learned in the last uh, year and a half that God has taught me how important community and fellowship is to my growth and just to, to fill, fill myself back. Sometimes I, I walk away from the locker room feeling empty and defeated, and I, I need like my, my close friends who, who also are followers of Christ and are con- continuously pushing me to, to you know chase God's plan and, and spread the word. Like I need their guidance, advice. And sometimes just um, patience um, mm. to kind of get that turned around. So I, I would say, like out, outside, it's it's different challenges. But I would say it's having a community around me out, outside the locker room is is vital to my success in the locker room. Sky, I, I tell you, that was um, so encouraging to hear that your 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 passion. I mean, you you get it that God puts you with a group of guys who love to play soccer, who also uh, there's something that's going to be much more lasting after this life, and that's going to be eternal mm-hmm. life with God in heaven or that's eternal true. death in hell, and that you care about them enough that you're willing to, to as Mike um, uses that passage from Paul in, in Ephesians, you're, you're willing to walk worthy, to have that testimony, to not use the language, to not go out and do what they're doing in order to be able to give, uh, give that testimony by your life and by opening your mouth and sharing with them about how you know you're going to live with God, and he wants you guys to know that you can live with God too. 
you, you, as you started going on, I, I Don Beebe is uh, has been a favorite of Faith in the Zone, and usually when we have him on, he fires me up so much about you know the the opportunities of evangelism and and talking to people about Christ. And God's put you with a group of guys who um, need the Lord, and what a great opportunity for you. And yeah, uh, man, I tell you, it was very encouraging to me to hear that and. Um, and I will certainly be praying for you, and uh, I hope Keith. Will, I hope Keith will be able to be a help to you, and and uh, be an encouragement. But a lot of times, I I just would take people out to lunch and share my story with them, and tell them how they can know they can live with God too. And it's their decision, you know. Nobody can make anybody make that decision. Hey, do you guys uh, Do you guys agree with me? And Pastor, I think because of uh, your background and working with with youth groups and stuff. That that kids that are that young adults are not kids. They're young adults that are in the the age of of eighteen to twenty two, which is that twenty three that that college four or five year. That that's the toughest time I would think to be able to walk worthy. Again, I didn't know any of this when I was at that age. Um, so I just did what I did. I did what felt good. I did what my buddies were doing. Um, but for somebody like Sky and some of these guys that are and girls that are on campus, all they hear about and 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 they you know they make it so attractive. Look at all the partying you get to do when you get to college. You get away from your parents who have kept you under their thumb, and and you're going to do this and you get a chance to do this and all this freedom. Uh, they rom- they put so much romance behind it. it. Looks like oh that's what everybody's doing. Everybody wants to do that. That yeah. is that the hardest time, Pastor. I think it's probably your, your your faith is either crushed or your faith is strengthened. And it sounds like to me, and just talking to Sky, his faith has been strengthened. Uh, there was a college president of a Christian college who wrote a book entitled uh, Three College Shipwrecks. And he talked about kids who'd come from homes that really had a passion to love God and serve God. And then they got into the into the classroom and their faith was destroyed and then they got into the the party life and then their 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 life you know ended up heading down the the wrong path and it just was miserable for them and so i either see it their faith is increased or their faith is crushed and i'm loving talking to sky because i am sensing god's been doing something special and his faith has been increasing not um not decreasing in a sense of oh, I think it's all a bunch of junk. I'm going to walk away or stagnant. Yeah. It's not yeah. The, yeah. there's nothing stagnant at this point yeah. with his faith and the fact that he he had to go through some some tough times. You know, getting on campus as a freshman and and look, I think you know not realizing the type of the type of soccer players that were at Akron at the time where he said, look, the ball's zipping all over the place, and I know I do what I'm doing out here. You know that that's a time where you get home and you know you get to your dorm room and you're challenged by all this. We we've had a number of guys on like that. Landry Jones, quarterback yeah. who just got signed. Um, you're gonna have to come closer to the microphone yeah. if you can, Pastor. That. That's all right. Um, Landry Jones said the same thing. He said he got back to his dorm room his freshman year. He thought he was he was gonna be the starting quarterback <laughs> his freshman year. Yeah. He says nobody in the country better than me. <laughs> and then he got he was like fourth on the depth chart. <laughs> And he really struggled yeah. with it. And it was his yeah. cousin who, who sat him down and said, look, I'm going through yeah. some struggles, too. <laughs> Let's go back to where we were two years ago in our youth group at our church and let's just get back to that mm-hmm. and I so that's why I asked you guys this mm-hmm. because again it's you know I coach high school age kids and um, those I, I pray for them every single day. 
because when they leave me and they leave this high school and they go on and their their mom's not around, their daddy's not around, their aunt and uncle's not around, and you're not around, and I'm not around. I you know I I'm hoping that we've laid the groundwork, the the seeds been planted, and if they can make the right decisions, Sky, I know what you've gone through has not been easy. Because when you said, look, I got bullied in the locker room because of who I am, do you think that these players now look at you differently and with, with more respect than they did two years ago? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, I think it would have been a different story if I had kind of caved in a few different situations. It, it could have been anything, but I think the fact that I've been so firm and kind of determined to, to not be a part of or be a part of some things that are different from them or just different in general um, but also love them has kind of fostered an environment where they know that I care about them and they respect me for my decisions and are kind of, you know, like they respect the, my, my willingness and my determination to like stick to what I believe is true. Pastor, we've had this conversation and, and, and Sky knows this, but you know, these guys in the locker room that, that, that don't have any faith base, all they want is to see Sky. Yeah. And where they can say he's a hypocrite. Just yeah. one time. Yeah. Just one time. Have Sky say something. Have Sky do something. Have Sky at a weak moment where he's so that they can go, you know what? I knew he was a hypocrite. All the he gets mm. up on the mountaintop and he's, you know, he's Bible thumping and but look at so that's a he's in a really difficult spot. Yeah, and I yeah. as I as I watch those games, um, I, I could tell you are endeared by your your teammates. How many goals did you have in that Michigan State semifinal game? Just just one. Though. Oh, you just had the I, one. I scored in Michigan State twice, but we played them twice. I played. I scored one in each game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, after you hit that shot, and uh, I don't know how what, what, what folks need to go to look at. Just yeah, go Akron uh, win over Michigan. Were State. Were you was, aiming for that upper right corner like that? Yeah. Yeah, you, man. Uh, that, <laughs> hey, ten uh, feet that, away, I couldn't yeah, have thrown the ball better. Yeah, yeah, that that got me off the couch, and I could just tell as they celebrated with you. I mean, that was a big goal because it was two zero at that point, and that goal. I mean, they usually say when you get three zero, it's you over. Kind, yeah, you kind of have it. Yep. And uh, yep. and your teammates as they celebrated, I thought. This kid is loved by these guys. Hey, can I ask this before we get to a break? At Akron, look, it's a, it's it's not a Christian school; it's public school. Are you able to 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 pray with your teammates or teammates that might want to pray? Are you able to do that? Do you have to quietly do it? Are you not able to do it? How do you, how do you handle that part? No, I'm 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 pretty open about who I am. That's that's kind of my style, um, and if I feel like they're I have an opportunity, or like this, it's a good moment, and I definitely kind of just go for it. Yeah, like um, if a, like if a guy goes down on the field, I mean, will you go up? I mean, he's in a lot of pain. I mean, would you just have because you always see these teams come and they all bow their heads, and you know, you, and and then even those that have no idea of wanting to have any relationship with God, they'll always say, you know, we need to be praying for him. Uh, will you have a time of prayer with anybody on the field, like in that kind of scenario? Yeah. And in, in some cases, it might be more of a, of a quiet thing. Yeah. I think in some cases, I, I think for most of my teammates, and just like understanding like the kind of environment we're in, uh, most of the struggle, the deep struggle that we all deal with, is, is psychological and frustration. That most of the game goes on in our heads, mm-hmm. and most of our frustration and, and, and pain goes on in our heads. And I've seen a lot of people. Most of the people, the, the way they lose their spot, the way they they kind of lose their their soccer career, 
is through their head. And I think that's, that's like the biggest way I've been able to like have conversations with people and, and maybe even pray. Um, I had a teammate this, this past year who got yelled after a game and he ended up getting suspended. Um, and he was just, this is one, one of my toughest friends ever, I've ever like had, like just tough macho guy. And I was able to, to sit and talk, talk with him for a few minutes after everyone left our, our at, at the field and kind of remind him who Jesus was and that, who, what, what he promised and, and pray for him. And, you know, that, that kind of lifted his spirits and gave him hope and also like gave him a little, I mean, when we prayed, like he seemed to have peace afterwards and we were able to move on from it. And then he went right into getting suspended. And when he came, but he didn't overreact. He, he came back and actually was probably our, our key leader going all the way to the national final. So I think that, that was just something cool that I saw, you know, God working in, um, that, that, that kind of thing is probably the most common, I'd say. Hey, we got to get to a break. Other side of the break, we've got a short segment, but but I have to tell you, there's a couple of dates coming up, September 2nd, September 13th, 2019. we got to go through the spring and the fall, and but those uh, we get to the fall, September 2nd and September 13th. I've got a feeling both are on Sky's calendar circled, and we'll ask him about that on the other mm-hmm. side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone. A journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Fella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, Mike McGivern, alongside Pastor Ken Keltner. Parent, friend, and pastor. All three, no doubt. And we're talking with Sky Harder, Division I soccer player from the University of Akron. Boy, during the break, I wish people could hear. We should start taping during the break on some of the things we talk about. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. <laughs> hey, Sky, um... The dates that I that I ended segment three with, so September second at your your place at in Akron, uh, first Energy Stadium, Stanford's coming to town, and again we talked earlier in the broadcast. Stanford's one of those soccer, um, it is one of the soccer teams in the country that's in the conversation year after year for being the, the one of the best soccer programs in college uh, soccer, and then on Friday night seven o'clock. September 13th, you guys travel to Maryland, College Park, Maryland, to play Maryland, who beat you in the national championship game. I've got to believe these are two games that when you're in the weight room and you want to just go home and maybe not do that last 15 minutes, those two dates on the calendar keep you in the weight room a little bit longer, right? Yeah. Yeah, def- definitely. <laughs> definitely. Man. <laughs> I, that Maryland Terps yeah. game. I, I hope that I hope that's going to be televised. I know it will probably be online even, but well, I, I, want, I want to watch that. Maybe one. the Big Ten Network. That's one yeah. that they oh, may yeah. have. Yeah. Uh, Friday, September again, September thirteenth, and and I'm sure that that Akron just has completely just forgot that they lost in the national championship, and that's just another game on the on the schedule, right, Pastor? I doubt. Yeah, yeah I, I doubt, doubt it, it too. <laughs> I doubt it too. Hey, we only got a few minutes uh, to go in this in this show, and and uh, Pastor, you always like asking our guests their favorite memory, good or bad, 
one of their memories of, of playing. So mm-hmm. yeah. why, why don't we do that? Yeah, Sky, what would be uh, what's your what's your fondest memory? Um, you know, in the game of soccer that that you've been able to experience. Yeah. Um, this this season, this last season, twenty eighteen fall was really really special for me for a lot of reasons. I think I have never been so close with a team, and it was a really interesting experience where like we started the season off really poorly. We were six and six. Kind of most of uh, our fans, most of like the university, kind of gave up on us. Even maybe at a point like those closest to us, but as a team, we didn't give up on each other, and, and we really believed we could do something special. And I think that kind of climaxed when we beat Maryland, not meet not Maryland. We beat Stanford at Stanford in the lead eight. Um, we beat them three two, and they haven't lost a playoff game in, in three years, and they were the th- like three time reigning national champions, um, and they would knocked us off twice in the final four in the last three years. So oh. that, that was like really, really special moment. For yeah, they, the hey, guys. they a lot of us have been a part of that. They've those guys have circled that September second date <laughs> as well, pal. You just so you know oh, that yeah. revenge, man. It. Uh, yeah, they've they've circled that one, and that trip to Akron is not going to be very long for them. The trip home, make sure the trip home was long for them, though. Yeah, Sky, don't don't Absolutely. let them come get one. Yeah, Sky, Sky, for me, for me, getting to be a uh, an Akron soccer fan out here in Wisconsin, that shot you had thirty five yards out, around the bending and around the wall in the upper right hand corner. Got me off the couch. Right. My, I mean, that's my unbelievable favorite shot. part of that was the, uh, the 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 face that the the keeper had. <laughs> did you did you look? Yeah, he was he, like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah, there's I mean, no how, way that yeah. kid just put that in there. And, yeah, and uh, that that's awesome. Hey, Sky, what kind of group do you have coming back? Uh, did you have was it a senior laden team last year or was it a younger team? Yeah, much younger team, much younger team. So you guys are all we coming lost, back. Uh, Everyone's coming back. Uh, we have a, a, probably a new goalie and maybe one one or two positions different probably coming back, but, but a lot of the same players. I mean, I mean, it's no one's spots guaranteed. We have a lot of talent coming in and transfers and freshmen, so it, it'll be tough to see how, how similar the team is going to be, but we have a lot of talent returning, so yeah. it's really exciting. Yeah, what about that striker? Uh, where, where, where is he from that you have on the team? Um, David Ego, he's from Ni- Nigeria. Oh, yeah, Nigeria. Um, that guy is phenomenal. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Maryland had. Does Maryland still have that big defensive back back there for next year? I am not sure. I don't oh. know if he signed somewhere or not. I oh. know a good portion of their team was older and signed. Oh, yeah, you're up, up. I mean, it's just like you guys couldn't get the ball around that guy to get a shot. Hey, Sky, we just have a few minutes left. What if, if, uh, if you had to close your eyes and think about your future, year and a half, two years from now, um, what do you think you'll be doing? Yeah, well, I hope, I hope in a year and a half, a year. Uh, I'm this is my senior year coming up. Right. I hope a year. I, if if everything you know, kind of continues in the same trajectory, I, I hope I'm I'm playing pro. I hope I get drafted and hope I sign a, my first contract and and things are going well. Um, I know God's plan could be much different than that, but that's that, that's probably in, in my in my lens right now, like the best thing that could happen, or you know. What that direction? What uh, What are you going to school for? What's your degree going to be in? Uh, my degree is in accounting, accounting finance. 
Oh, all right, you can come mm-hmm. help uh, help pastor and I. Neither one of us has, neither one of us has fifty cents in our pocket. So you know, if you could come up to Milwaukee and and help us a little bit, that uh, that would be out, outstanding. You might have to buy us lunch, and you can find us on the side of the road. But man, if you're, you're doing finance and you're our kind of guy, hey, Scott, I can't thank you enough. I, I thank you. I appreciate your willingness to come on this show. Uh, you know, we do fool around a little bit, but your testimony and the things that that have happened to you in your life and and the future, I, I just it makes older guys like me really, really proud and and happy. And and uh, I look forward to the work that the Lord has for you um, here in, in your future. I've never been an Akron Zips fan, but I certainly will be with this soccer team, you know, from here on out, unless you get up to Wisconsin, then I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm picking the Badgers every day of the week. But other than that, and I'm looking on the schedule, nowhere, nowhere do you get up to Wisconsin uh, for next year. So thank you so much. Please say thank you to Keith Keltner uh, for me and, and ask him what he thought of his high school basketball coach. If he, says good th- if he says good things, send me a text. If he doesn't, man, don't say anything. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Yeah, Pastor, we'll do, we'll do. Pastor yeah. thank you, Matt. It's good well, to see you. Thank you, Mike and Sky. We loved it. You did a great job. We loved having you on, and we will be following you. You're gonna thank be you. you're gonna be getting watched, all right? You got it. Thank you. Thank you again. He's Sky Harder, Division One soccer player from University of Akron. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 1057 FM, the fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.